Okay, teeny, you got. It's anything but teeny. Anything but teeny. Then what happens? I start a huge fire, and I'm only making it worse. Too hot. Oh, watch your rag! Watch your rag! It's time for Grillin' McMillan with ESPN Las Vegas NFL insider Mark McMillan. Yeah, there's no football talk. It's a whole new era with Mark McMillan. He's on a reality show. It's a cooking show. It's a competition. Apparently, this crew on this next level, season two, is pretty tight because I just sent out some notes, not even mentioning what I was going to say about other cast members on Next Level Chef. And I'm, I'm uh, now being followed by a bunch of them who almost borderline kind of uh, irked at me. I haven't even said anything yet, Mark. What's going on, Mark? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, man? I had to calm down our group text, man. It's, it's, it's 17 other people in there. They're like, what did I do? What's going on? I was like, relax. Uh, this is my segment. My guy Steve is uh, cool. I said, this is great publicity for the show. Uh, Everything is cool. I've been talking about the ledge. They all thought you were just bashing on them. He was. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I do, I do pick favorites and others that I root against. Um, I did call someone cocky. Uh, that's Tucker, but she's been really good early on. But she and she's also very camera savvy. Um, I like the raw yeah. people on the show. But uh, before we get like way too deep on this, and if you want to watch Next Level Chef, watch it. But if you're listening here, there's going to be some spoilers. Uh, Mark, you're through two weeks, but it has been a bear. I was so afraid for you in episode one. I mean, uh, your height might have hurt you a little bit. And then, I mean, you almost killed Gordon Ramsay on episode one. Yeah, man. I, I almost burned down the whole set. You know, segment one, man, uh, everybody was like, oh, my God. He dropped the plate. He started the dang on fire. There's no way he's making it to the next level. And uh, obviously, man, Chef Tucker, she is a beast in the kitchen, man. Wow. She saved my tail uh, with that dish that she made. So shout out to Chef Tucker, man. If it wasn't for Tucker, I wouldn't be doing this. I would have did an interview last week instead of this week. So what happened with the fire? What happened with the pan? And then you were, you were like really calm, and then Gordon Ramsay was like even more calm. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, obviously, you know, I've never cooked in an industrial kitchen like that. Um, I added some oil to the pan, and I added my butter to make my sauce for my shrimp, and it just went up in flames. And I was like, you know, normally, I, I, you know, when you see a fire, you run. I just stood in there, man. You, you know the camera's rolling. You can't go anywhere. The clock is still ticking. It wasn't like it was, like, going to be a TV timeout. The clock is still cooking. I had to cook my dish. And Gordon Ramsay, man, he stepped in like Fire Marshal Bill, grabbed the pan, and, and, and carried the to the sink. <laughs> he just throws it in the sink. There's those flames up his arm. Um, Mark, have you ever heard of a microwave? What? You, you can't. Just, just, micro just microwaves. No, no. I, I don't even think they have a microwave in the basement of that show. So, uh, man, uh, I, I, uh. there's no microwave, Adam. I would love to see you on Next Level Chef, man, to see what you can whip up you in should, the kitchen. You should bring me in. Be like, guys, let's just yeah. let's, find, let's just, find the microwave and hit start. Let's have an easy victory this week. Let's uh, go against Adam Hill. Somebody have a toaster oven? So, Mark, what what is it like having to cook with that clock? Because I'm sure you, you haven't done that before. Because it seems like everyone on the show, most of the people on the show, either have issues with getting their food done on time, getting the plating right. It's pretty crazy. Like, people are really shaking with the clock. It, it is intense, man. I, you know, I don't think people really realize it, too. You know, obviously, you, 
you've seen a, couple, uh, a lot of cooking shows, but once that cl- that platform is the is the key. Like once that platform comes down, man, you're hustling. You're not trying to run over your teammates. And you know, if you're on the first level, you get the the best choice. You're on the second, you get pretty good choice. But if you're in the basement, you know, as you seen last night, Tiny won the challenge with a tongue, and it was a Mexican challenge. So man, once that clock starts hitting, man, it is it is really stressful. And you know, you got some professional chefs, social media chefs. You know, me and Matt are barbecue guys. Uh, you know, so this is totally new for us. Obviously, you guys know I cook in the backyard, but I got time and I know what I'm cooking. But man, that clock is ticking. You got Gordon in your ear. Uh, obviously, you know, Chef Blaze with his team, uh, Chef Arrington with her team. It is high intensity. And I'm sure you guys could probably see it on everybody's faces. How did you actually get on Gordon Ramsay's team on the show? Um, you know, I don't think they, they didn't show that way, the way we got picked. I think last year they drafted people. Um, but this year, you know, they all had us lined up in, in, in groups of six. And, you know, he, they just told us right there on the spot that we were on, you know, each other's team. So when Gordon said, this is my team, I was standing in front of him. Man, obviously, you guys know I love cooking. I love these shows, man. That's like, get, that's like getting drafted for me, you know. I'm just a guy that was started this thing three, four years ago on the show, cooking and showing pictures, and now all of a sudden I'm on national TV, uh, cooking in front of millions of people on on, uh, on TV, who is criticizing and breaking down every move that we do. Oh yeah, oh believe me, I like I said, I sent out like eight notes on different things, and I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just watching TV and getting worked up. Um, what is what is Gordon Ramsay really like? Is there there are there are superstars who do these reality shows and cooking shows. You know, you find out they're actually a jackass. What is he really like? Uh, he's really cool, man. He's down to earth. Um, he loves sports. Um, you know, he's all about helping people get better. Um, as you see, the show goes on. You know, he doesn't scream at anybody. Obviously, he had to scream at me the first one because, <laughs> hell, I missed the platform. Uh, I started a dang on fire. And then, uh, then last night's show, Preston almost was too late to the platform. Uh, so, man, it, it, he's been tense, but uh, as you can see, man, he's trying to help everybody out. You saw last night with Michelle. He was helping her through a lot of stuff. She was emotional, uh, but she pulled it all together. Uh, you know, Casey, Cassie, you know, she's a Rutgers girl. Uh, you know, she was she was out of her element a little bit, but you saw Gordon helping her out along as well. Vinny, uh, who's, a reti- who's a firefighter uh, out of uh, uh, Massachusetts, you know, so our team is 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 a lot of people different uh, different aspects, but man, it's a great cast. Seventeen other members. We are texting all day, every day in our group text. Now, Vinny cut off his fingernail and was bleeding all over the place. I think that was episode one, right? I mean, I talk about freaking you out when you're trying to cook food and get it done in time, and then all of a sudden you <laughs> rip off your nail. Yeah, the first it was the first. I think it was like within the first thirty seconds, and yep. you know those knives are sharp. Uh, well, so he looked up. He Ramsey walks up to him, and now all of a sudden he's going to play for the camera like you're slicing stuff, <laughs> like a Ginsu knife. It's dangerous. Hey man, then he strapped it up, man, and you know put on a glove. He had blood running all down his shirt, uh, but he, he turned in a, a great dish, man. So the thing about this show, I tell people, you know, when stuff like that happens, you can't stop. No. You know, it was immediately medic. You know, Gordon goes over there and helps him rinse it off. You know, he gets a Band-Aid on by the medic crew. And you figured our, our kitchen was full of drama the first one. I light a fire, drop the plate, Vinny cuts his finger, uh, and then Tucker grabs just scallops and, and some, I don't think, I don't know what else she grabbed. And she ended up winning 
the top dish. So, you know, our, our team is strong, man. We got a great group of guys and, uh, and females and, uh, the, the other, other teams are strong too, man. As you saw, man, I, I can't say it enough. Tiny man made the dish of the show out of tongue in the basement. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The way it works is you get, you know, you have a platform and the, if you're working in the basement, the ingredients are probably going to be the crappiest. And she grabbed a freaking beef tongue and she said she had yep. never cooked it. And she's, and she's like 20. Or twenty one. She's so. That's the other thing on the show. Next level chef is the show. There's so many Mark. There are so many young people on the show. Yeah, it's a lot of young. It's a lot of young, uh, promising chefs that will probably be eating at their restaurants uh, in years yeah. to come. Uh, I think Crescent is nineteen. That's on our show. I think Tiny's only like seventeen or eighteen. Like she's young, young. Yeah. Like she's young, and she's got like millions of followers uh, that's following her. And she's probably going to blow up even more. Uh, because, you know, she's a bad little mama in the kitchen, man. So, uh, you know, we got Stretch, who's like 6'7". You see him? He's just grabbing ingredients off, off everybody's head, man. That's, that's my guy. I love I to know. see him do good. Boy, all the cast, man, are amazing. Yeah, his name is what? Nori and Arrington freaking loves him. I, I feel like she's overcoaching him. She's like almost paying a little too much attention. You're not getting that kind of coaching from Ram. See, I'm getting all worked up, man. I'm, I watch it. I'm like, come on! Um <laughs> Are you? Do you feel like you're better equipped, almost than anyone on that show, to deal with one pressure and then criticism? Because it's hard standing up there and have someone go, "Yeah, your shrimp is undercooked," like that. That you know, a lot there. Because you see, some of the people on the show start getting misty-eyed. But I mean, you you got screamed at in the National Football League. Um, you know, Bud Carson <laughs> gave you the treatment. So what? But what does it feel yeah. like? This is a different realm when someone's like, "Yeah, your shrimp it wasn't good." You know what? You just got to be able to take the criticism. Uh, you saw Chef Drama last night, you know, uh, you know, with his meal, he turned in, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't pretty good, but he, he said, hey, you know, he said, he said, if he could marry Chef, uh, Gordon Ramsay, he would, you know, so he just made fun of it. But like I said, I've, I've been, you know, some of the people's like, man, how do you deal with it? Obviously, you guys know, man, I've been in this realm for over 20 years of my life, uh, played in Philadelphia, some of the toughest fans out there, uh, but. You know, I just take it in stride, and like I said, this is their arena. This is what they do for for a living as far as cooking and stuff. This is new for me, so I just have to, you know, calm my nerves down and learn from them. You know, I'm asking different chefs different questions, and they're giving me advice. So it's a great team atmosphere. Obviously, everybody wants to win, but everybody really wants to see everybody do well uh, as well in the kitchen. Mark, I just wonder what, what Sunday night was like. I mean, you know, I was at a big party. I tagged you. The, you know, the, the show came on afterwards, and uh, we were yeah. all fired up to see you on screen, even though we couldn't hear the sound uh, where we were at the party. But what was it like to be on after the Super Bowl? How, much, how many messages did you get? Was your phone just blowing up all day Sunday and Monday? I had about 150 messages, and people were calling, uh, obviously, right after the Super Bowl. My two teams were playing, the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, and then I think we broke a record. We, it was like 15.5 million viewers uh, for week one. I think it was the number one watch uh, reality reality show ever. So, you know, there was a lot of people that was calling and texting. And I'm sitting here just – I already knew I blew up the day in the kitchen, but everybody else didn't know. So I was like, just <laughs> wait till everything is over. Uh, but like I said, it was it was crazy, man. It's great to have the, the fan support. Uh, obviously, the whole NFL alumni is, is uh, behind me. They did a couple of articles. I did TMZ. Uh, so every day I'm doing, like, an interview. I just did Fox yesterday. So things are going pretty good, man. But like I said, it's a, it's a great opportunity for me. You guys know I've been grinding and cooking for a long time. And just to be in the same class as 16, 17 other amazing chefs, man, I'm, it, I couldn't ask for anything more. 
Mark McMillan is with us here on a Friday, as he is every Friday. He's our football insider, former Eagle, a 9-10 year career in the National Football League, and now all of his work on social media and you know partnering up with a lot of food people has paid off as he's on the Next Level Chef show on Big Fox with Gordon Ramsay. It's really freaking awesome. You know, it's funny, you mentioned uh, that lady, Teeny, and talking about, you know, she may have a restaurant there on the road. I've never asked you, like, do you have an end game out of all the cooking stuff? Do you just, do you, like, you don't want to own a restaurant. Would you, do you want to, do you want to be on more of these reality shows? Like, what is, what is your dream? You know what? I, I don't know. I guess, you know, growing up, my dream was to play in the National Football League. Uh, my dream is not to own a restaurant. Uh, you know, because I know Adam will, will visit and definitely criticize my food. You know, so I, <laughs> I don't want the restaurant. You know, Adam knows all the spots. If I, I always ask Adam for good re, uh, restaurant recommendations. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if I can get on one of these cooking shows and be a judge of some of the barbecue competitions yeah. or, or whatever kind of competitions, I, I'm okay with that. Um, obviously, it's going to help my uh, Gorilla McMillan brand, my olive oils, my barbecue sauces as, as well, uh, get into other restaurants. But, I'm just going to just take this thing as far as I can. See whatever comes, man. I'm, I'm going to jump on and take it. Uh, but it's got to be, got to be cool. I don't want to just be some reality guy jumping to these shows. And uh, you know, it's got to be something with some, some meaning. Um, obviously, it's got to have a charity aspect behind it because I always want to be able to give back with the platform that I have. Uh, so whatever comes, man, I can be a judge. Maybe I can be on the other side of a Gordon Ramsay show screaming at somebody else. So cool. you don't have that in you. <laughs> you will be surprised, Adam. If you push that wrong button, man, you will be surprised. You guys just see the guy behind the camera doing, you know, the Raider pregame, doing the Steve show and all that, hanging out with you guys. But, man, if you push my button, man, I think I've turned it to another level. So I know a lot of people were waiting for Grove to scream in my face to see how I was going to react, but it's not that kind of show at all, man. It's, it's a great concept. Uh, you know, all the chefs are amazing. I know everybody's like, my family during the show, they're texting me. They're like, what, what are you doing? And then we get Mexican night. They're like, you better not mess up avocado because we grew up with avocado trees in our backyard. <laughs> you, I've never seen you not smile, so I don't believe that you can yell at somebody. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you're, looking for, if you're looking for an end game, I mean, your old teammate Herschel, he went into politics. I think you could follow. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I don't, think, I don't even think Herschel probably still thinks he went into politics. He's probably still walking up there. He's probably still debating somewhere by himself. <laughs> Mark McMillan is with us. Well, Mark, we're thrilled, man. This is so cool. I'm excited to follow the uh, the run here. I hope you win the title. Uh, it's, it really is a good concept as a show. And just for your, uh, your friends who saw my tweet earlier, your castmates, um, kind of fill them in. We're doing a show here. Uh, I love I love reality TV and I love competition. So, um, you know, we're just busting chops. I I also when I watch these shows, I am blown away. Yeah, I know Adam is because he can't cook at all. But I, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you come up with, you know, the the mix, the ingredients, the sauces. I, I'm yeah. I'm so jealous of what all of you are doing. Yeah, man, it, it, it's amazing, man. A lot of people just thought I could just barbecue, but you know, obviously, been on the show. You got to be able to do more than just barbecue. You know, you got to be able to use whatever you have. And the, the pressure part about it is you're under the clock. You got 45 minutes to come up with a dish, plate it, put it on the platform, and then have three top chefs, you know, top chefs with Arrington and, and Blaze and Gordon Ramsay, of all people, judge your dish. You know, the first time I, I dropped the dish, you know, I had like a couple of shrimp left. And then last night, 
uh, to get the, the kudos from Blaze was pretty cool to talk about Mataco and, you know, uh, Chef Ramsey actually helped me a lot, you know, to cook that piece of turkey. It was a big piece of turkey that I had to, you know, cook with last night, but uh, I made it happen. You're the best, Mark. We'll talk to you soon, okay? I appreciate you, fellas. Told you, no football talk. Why would there Mark be? McMillan, 29, up on Twitter. GrillinMcMillan.com, up on the web. He's got his olive oils. He's got his barbecue partnerships. Big stuff coming for Mark McMillan, and the, the appearance on the show is neat. I told you earlier, some you know, I just I put out a little list of my issues, and I didn't really say anything what my issues were, and then like four of the cast, his castmates tweeted back at me like, hey, "What's the problem?" I'm like, relax, settle down. After the show, I will deliver my message. Get it together. But yeah, if you, well, especially on Twitter, you could tell a lot of the 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 show is not built with like professional chefs. It's all basically like social media chefs, home cooks, aspiring people. Um, so I'm sure. Almost none of them are, even Mark, used to the social media pushback they may get, the attention they may get from a show like this. It's a gigantic show. Yeah, and, and I think Mark is particularly well equip, equipped from you know his background, but even you saw him. He's, he, he felt it a little bit for <laughs> sure. So uh, I was actually just going into making sure my uh, DVR has captured the first two episodes, so I'm good. Oh, you're going to like it. I'm going to do it tonight. You're going to like it a lot. Uh, coming up. Let's get into what's going on in the NBA celebrity game. And I'm just going to say right now, I probably don't know most of the celebrities. But unlike, and everyone out there is my age and older, when you see stuff like this, your first reaction shouldn't be like, these are celebrities? Because we get that every year. Like, yeah, they are. You're old. You don't know what's going on now. Actually embrace it. Do a little research. Find out who they are. And then you can hate on their basketball skills. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. First off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary that is called barbers and beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all going to show up and get a fly haircut and y'all going to spend $35. Y'all going to go to the end of the line. Y'all going to hit up y'all barber. They're going to send you to the voicemail. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. Jalen Rose really cares about what he looks like. He really does. And as you've heard on this show, I really don't care about what I look like at all. Adam is right there with me. What was the minimum? You said 100? Ari, why did you pull this? What struck you? I mean, definitely we're a uh, thrifty show at times. Yes. Well, you're the hairiest guy on the show, so you probably should spend the most money. I would say different kind of hair. The irony of the entire crew is that I would bet anything. The person who spends the most on haircuts is Willie, and he's bald. I know. Well, we that's well, when you said the whole crew. Willie really primps. Um, man, I was looking at his nails the other day. What a just beautiful nails. He probably pays like three hundred bucks. I don't know. He's, he's getting stuff done all the time. He does look pretty good for his age. You have to admit that. It is working. Sure. Man, last night uh, doing that Silver State Sports and Entertainment TV call, they, uh, the Lady Rebels game, they kind of surprised me, and they came up to do a post game. I thought it was done. And they're like, oh, come back on. And I, l- I looked down at the monitor. I was like, oh, man, look at that. That is terrible. 
So maybe I need to listen to Jalen Rose and get the hair worked on more. There's not a lot of hair, though. Or not. Is that the point? If you start spending hundreds of dollars, can they just make you not bald? Because it never worked for Chris Berman. And I'm sure he had the you know the, the, the finest hair people possible when he was on whatever it was, ABC, when they Did went he? bigger. I, maybe I he know. just didn't care. Spending it all on leather. Celebrity games being played right now. It is. NBA celebrity game. Ari, stay on mic for a second, okay? Because you, uh, you always mock on us as being old and clueless on current times, even though, I, frankly, I think you might, age-wise, you might be in, in between Adam and I. I have no idea how old you are. I still don't. Let's see if you can ID the people. Just give us something on the people in this NBA celebrity game. And mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with a lot of them. Don't back out. I'm here. I'm up. I'm good. Because there, there's Let's a go. lot of musicians. Oh. Well, I'm a DJ, apparently, so... All right, we'll start with Ari. Tell, tell me what this person does. Albert Pujols. Oh, baseball player. Major okay. League Baseball player. You see where I'm going here, right, Adam? Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, Adam Ozuna. <laughs> no, no. Like uh, Marcelo Ozuna, the baseball player? No. Nah. Okay. It's a singer. It's all right. Okay. You're not going to get all of them, so you have one wrong. We're only going to add up the, the incorrect answers. Ari, the Miz. Uh, wrestling, former mm. actually former reality star transitioned into wrestling. Also, I believe current reality star. Ah, Adam, Guillermo Rodriguez. Well, I think he just goes by Guillermo, right? Okay. I would have. I only know this because we saw the intro earlier, and he's the guy from the Jimmy Kimmel show. The like he's a security guard. Okay. Uh, Ari, Kane Brown. Ah, that sounds really familiar. I'm going to go with country singer, but I think that's wrong. You son of a... Ah! Wow, nice job. Should have said that more confidently. I know. Celebrity game rosters. While every other show in the country, especially with someone as old as me, is like, I don't know these people. (laughs) Learn. Learn. Adam. Jesser. J-E-S-S-E-R. Jesser. There's no... I think JVT would get this one, so that's a clue. You think so? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's a YouTuber, uh, but... What's, what's it famous for? What's he famous for? Jesser is a guy. No idea. Could, could be a chick. Yeah, no idea. Um, I, I think big into the uh, NBA games, so 11 million... 2K on, on yeah, Twitch? Uh, yeah. 11, more Twitch than 11 million subscribers. Okay. Okay. I can tell you who the big star of the game is so far. Uh, we'll get to it in a second. Okay. Uh, Ari, Erica Ogwenwali. I got nothing. Ari has not gotten an incorrect answer yet. Erica Ogwenwali. <laughs> Made up? No. I'm all, I might be mispronouncing the first and last name, but I don't think you would know it's, anyway. It's Erika Ogwenwali. Is it? Yeah. Ogwenwali. Isn't, okay. she, isn't, she, isn't she on ESPN Radio? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. How did I say it? A good Mawali. I don't think I don't think you were on it. I didn't have that. Just for the record, either way, I'm out. Okay, so WNBA player and did radio. Yeah, she's doing more NBA and WNBA TV. You said Erica, I think too. A R I K E. Enrique, I think. Enrique, okay. I, I think. Uh, who's up? Oh, Adam. Alex Toussaint. Nothing. You, you know this? No. Well, he was the MVP last year, okay. and he's a Peloton guy. But he, okay. he loves basketball. He might have played basketball in the past. And apparently he's going at it with Calvin Johnson. Who's Calvin Johnson, Ari? 
All right, I'm going to be honest here. I wouldn't have known he was a former NFL player, but I heard you talking on a break earlier. Okay, so. yeah, we were talking down the line. So. so in addition to not knowing some of these people, I'm butchering the names, so that doesn't help. That doesn't help. So. All right, so what's happening in the game? Uh, well, DK Metcalf started off with a dunk, uh, but he really had a hard time gathering his steps. It was very Max Crosby-esque on Wait, the dunk what? attempt. You thought Max Crosby's dunk was awkward? Yeah, the steps, he, he couldn't line up his steps right. Oh, my God. Okay. You didn't talk about hypercritical. You didn't think so? I don't know. It looked, it looked to me like he took off for a freaking hammer dunk inside the free throw line. I'm not talking about what's happening today. I'm talking about Max Crosby. Yeah, yeah. He, but oh, he, I got to watch he, that. Like at the top of the key, he had, to, he had to completely reshuffle his steps. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're very critical. These. No, that's, that's what happened. The same thing. If you, watch, if you watch the dunk by DK Metcalf, you'll see it's the, almost the exact same dunk. Where it's like if you're a basketball player – you know, you know, hey, from this point, it's going to be five steps, and I'm gonna, I know, where, you know, how to exactly how to set up my stride, and do it. Um, look, DK Metcalf threw down a dunk in a celebrity game. It's awesome. It's incredible. Yeah. But it, you see the difference between a basketball player and a football player when they do it. Right? I mean, that's if they didn't play a lot of basketball. Sure. That and that's that's what I'm getting at. But the, I would say the biggest star so far, especially based on Twitter, would be Janelle Monae, who apparently doesn't know what offense and defense are. Yeah. And she was playing defense on her own team, and Ooh. they're yelling from the sideline, like, no, you're, you're on offense. That's tough. And then she's just kind of out there, like, you know, and everybody, everybody loves her, obviously, so it's, like, it's a fun time, but it does look very funny. And who is she? A uh, singer. For the audience. Singer. She's done some acting as well. Actress as well, sure. yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else you want to pop, you're learning about, finding out they're a good basketball there's a, player? There's an obscure British rapper. Okay. Who's in the game? By the uh, way, I, I, I just assumed Kane Brown was country. I think he is. So I, think I, I, I gave a yes to Ari. And, so. oh, it's an obscure British rapper. Um, some people here might have heard of him. 21 Savage. He's in the game. Okay. Is, are you being sarcastic? Is it, I, I hear you talking about him all the time. Well, he's, yes, he's a huge rapper, but he was yes. born in England. There okay. was a big controversy. Oh, okay. He said that, he's from Atlanta, joke. but he's really okay. from England. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, I just wanted to get that joke in. I okay. Did you get it, Ari? Oh, yeah. Well, good. I hope the audience got it. <laughs> sure they did. Adam's inside joke. Sure they did. On the way back, the latest updates on Derek Carr and his official visits. Also, a little more on Eric Bieniemy leaving the Chiefs and going to the Washington Commanders. The Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. There's nothing like a football Friday at Treasure Island. I know this is silly, but aesthetics matter. When you hear Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, what would it look like? I've got to be honest. I saw a picture of Aaron in a Jets jersey. That doesn't work for me. Roger Goodell would have to step in. But when you put him in a Raiders jersey, there is such a Kenny Stabler vibe. Come on now. That's a Raider quarterback. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. Makes all the sense in the world to me. I mean, I don't even know what that means. Goodell's going to step in. I just don't like the jersey. Well, that was a joke, obviously. I don't like the way the jersey looks. Well, it's not. The NBA does it. They don't let Chris Paul go to the Lakers. They did do it. You're right. Rest in peace, Don David Sternio. The boss, the the big boss said, nope. Trade was unfair. It was actually a better trade than the trade that was made. Does Aaron Rodgers actually look right in a Raiders jersey? Like, it doesn't to me. I mean, for you, yes. You you I get the co- you get to cover him. I get to cover him. So. Yeah, I would love it, but I don't. I don't. I mean, he looks right in a Packer jersey because we've seen him in. I, I don't. 
Yeah. I don't think he looks right in a Raiders jersey, but uh, I, I want it to happen. As a Jets fan, I have almost zero hope they get it done because it's just not something that happens to them. I mean, it happened with Brett Favre, but he was terrible the year he came and then, of course, moved on and was good. But I don't see it happening. Do you? I, I think it's more of a commentary, not just the uniform. It's just the organization that's not that never wins. Like, they're actually going to land a guy who may help them win at a high level. I got to see it before I believe it. Like, the owner's going to, that owner is going to have something good come his way. He's not going to get in the way. Rodgers is going to trust him. Well, it's also, I think for any team in the AFC, you're fighting an uphill battle to even become a, a championship contender right now. So, that, does that mean even more that you, you go for it, or you're just going to have a long play with the Jets of what, 10 years? Uh, I think, well, I, yeah, I think you're, you're playing for three, four years from now. I don't think you're playing for right now if you're any other team. You're, let, you're letting Kansas City run its course. You're letting San Diego, or you're letting the Chargers start paying Herbert. You're letting the Bengals start paying. All right. How about I accelerate this then? Uh, accelerate the Jets' plan. Uh, get involved. If he is actually available, get involved in the Justin Fields talks. Sure. Yeah. You, you get a young guy. He's worked out some of his, his issues. I don't think he's perfect yet. I don't think he's a guarantee. And I'm not even sure the price is going to be that high. Like, I think it's going to be high. But I think what the Bears are asking for, they're not going to get. Like, is there going to be a, a feeding frenzy for Justin Fields where they're scooping up a bunch of number one picks? Or first-round picks? Yeah, well, no. I mean, I think you'd get more. the Bears get more for the pick than they would for Justin Fields. So I mean I think that's what would play into their decision making process, but yeah I think if I think it's the more reasonable approach to try to win uh, if you, if you go after a guy like Fields instead of a guy like well depending on what Carr's price is and I mean we know what Rogers' price is going to be although he said he'd renegotiate um, yeah I think that's probably your more likely path to then try to build a lot around him because if you get say you go get Aaron Rodgers if you're the Jets or the Raiders that's your off season. Like that is your off season. A lot of it, yeah. You don't really have a whole lot of pieces to fill in. If you got Fields on a rookie deal, you can go get stars at like every position. And that's the benefit of having the rookie contract for a quarterback. That's why so many quarterbacks and rookie contracts make Super Bowls. So th- that's that's what you're doing. Like when people say, "Would you rather have Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers?" You're yes, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's that stupid. But we'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. Or Justin Fields and like seven Pro Bowlers. That's more the debate. Do you like Justin Fields? I think he's good. I don't think he's you know I, I, he's not a guy I would at the end of his deal say all right now we're locking into two hundred fifty million guaranteed over I the got, next six You got to see a lot more. Sure, but he's he's good, and he's good and, and a guy that you can put a lot of pieces around for sure. Would you take Justin Fields? You have to pay him something when his rookie deal is up. I'm not saying you have to pay him $40 million a year. Would you take him for whatever it's going to cost you for on the front end and back end, five years over Derek Carr for three years if you're the Jets? I think I'll take Fields. I, just, I think, I mean, for right now especially, the contract's going to be more beneficial, and then when you do have to sign him, it's not going to be prohibitive. And when you do sign him, He's going to be much younger than Derek Carr is going to be right now. And, and who knows what Derek Carr is going to be in three years. I'm not joking here. Has Vinny tweeted anything about or tweeted out anything about 
uh, car and what the visit entails to the Jets. Like, what are these? Like, I wonder what they what they're like. If it's just a quick meeting and that's it, or are they whining and dining? Show you around the facility. Take well, especially right now. Like during when free agency actually starts, there are certain priority guys that you're showing more than you are everybody else. Right now, there's literally nothing else you can do. Like your your entire focus. There's like five guys that are free agents right now that are allowed to sign, and that's your that could be your entire focus. Would you take uh, Derek Carr to Manhattan and take him to that Guy Fieri restaurant? Which well, we didn't get into. Is it still open? Would, I hope it is. It's probably rented out for a private party. Uh, right, we couldn't get in yeah. for the Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl like four years ago, but around the same time it had been rated, it had gotten like the worst write-up in the history of restaurants. And that's why we wanted to go. Yeah, of course. But every night it was rented out for private parties. We yeah. never got to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I would because wouldn't – would Guy roll out the red carpet being a Raiders fan or would he kind Ooh. of poison the deal? Not poison the food, but like, <laughs> you know, would he would he not be willing to? Guys know? in the back, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make the garbage uh, garbage can nachos. Just don't look. Yeah, Derek Carr gets all sick. Just terrible food, and they're like, God, New York is a really unhealthy place. You get sick with whatever you eat. I don't think he would do that. Who knows? He's a Raiders fan. Raiders fans are crazy. And that review goes back to 2012. It just, it was just I, you so know unfair. It didn't stay open. It didn't? It's closed? Yep. Oh, 2017. Okay. Guy Fietti's infamous NYC restaurant, Guy's American Bar and Grill, is closing. And then a, there's a 2021 story that says he's coming back to Times Square with delivery. Okay. We never got our chance. No, we missed out. By the way, you said it was four years ago. The Super Bowl was probably I, like eight. I, I know. And then... <laughs> That's crazy. Time's flying. It is. I was thinking that because I think it was, I think it was Seahawks. It was Seahawks, was it Seahawks Broncos? Broncos? Yeah. That was a long time ago. Dude, I can't keep track anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. I think everything's like last year, two years ago. And you're like, oh, it was 12 years ago. I'm like, what? Because I, I think, I think my, because I got to visit my cousin on that trip. I oh, think her baby was a newborn. I think she's in like fourth grade now. <laughs> <laughs> It was 2014. I said it was four years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's close. close. It's almost 10 years ago. Decade, four years, same thing. It's flying by. I am kind of interested in how Guy would handle it if they were with no one to come in and eat. He'd treat him right. I think so. He's very, very passionate about food. He loves the Raiders. He's not going to stick at the Derek Carr as an individual. I also don't believe that review was accurate. Although it didn't stay open very long, so... The review basically said it was the worst food in the history of the world. I said it got one of the worst, uh, the yeah. worst review ever. There's no way it could be that bad. No. No. I've been to some places. That's just the hatred of guy. Anti-Vegas slam. Well, I mean, this is, a, this is a whole topic we could go off on. I, I, I was saying a couple of months ago that I, I feel pretty much critics proper have been just destroyed by TikTok and oh, Twitter. Yeah. For sure. Which is good because now it's more crowdsourced. And you get to see the food and, you know, some hoity-toity D-bag who wants to exert power in their local market. Like, you have no power anymore. You yeah. have very little. Also, the, the impact. I mean, you might have it with a certain crowd, but not with the masses. Look what, what Keith Lee is doing to Las Vegas restaurants. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. What do you mean? I mean, he, he puts out – if he, he puts out a review, 
if like at three in the afternoon and the place has to close down for dinner because they run out of food. Like that's power. That's impact. People see videos or pictures and they they we're simple. Yeah. We go gaga. Yeah. Like that looks rich. Let's go. Yeah, but it's also the it's and, also and the other thing genuine. is no one no one reads. So great. Sure, but which is, which is sad for you guys, but no, but it's also the trustworthy factor of like somebody sitting in an office or t- sitting on a keyboard and saying, "Oh, I like this food." Well, who are you? What do you like? What's you know what's your normal thing compared to some very relatable guy who's just being honest and open about what he likes and doesn't like? That's more trustworthy, and and I think you you know you can understand that that that's where that's gone. A uh, big TV appearance coming up for one of the members of the Chiefs, and Adam absolutely freaking hates it. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ, or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. Cofield and Company presents. Grab bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. SNL. You still like the show? I do. Watch every week. God, now I'm I will say I've, I fast forward a lot more things than I used to. Did you watch a couple weeks ago? I'm sure I did. Because I'm one? completely blanking on the actor's name who's in Last of Us, and he was the Mandalorian. Yeah, the uh, Pedro. Did you think uh, he was good? It wasn't a great episode. Okay, it was okay. I, I mean, I watch a lot. I watch Weekend Update every week, and uh, fast forward through a lot of the things. Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs is going to be on at some point. Travis Kelsey, yeah, he is. You're not uh, a fan. March fourth, same night as the John Jones fight, so I'll be watching that on tape. I will not be watching it live. Okay. It's not going to be good. How do you know? You don't think he has any chance? No. Uh, he's like the podcast is good. He has some. He has a personality. I, I can't imagine. First of all, I don't. I don't know that this current writing group is going to be good at writing for him. I think that's one thing. Uh, doesn't seem to be kind of up their alley, really. But I don't know how focused he's going to be. Like I, I don't know how dialed in. It's a very very hard job. Very hard. And, you know, trust me, I was there through the process of one of the worst episodes ever done. Uh, so I, I got to see that firsthand. It was an athlete that was way out of their element as an actor. And it didn't go well. And so, I like, I just think it's very difficult. Now, he's I, – I think he's the kind of guy that works hard in general, but I don't think he knows – we're making judgments on him. I just don't know if he knows what he's getting into. It's hard, man. Will he be worse than – Ronda Rousey. That may have been what I was just referencing. Uh, it wasn't good. Sorry. There was a there was a lot of, I will say for her episode, which is maybe the worst, not maybe the worst episode of SNL, might be the worst thing that's ever been on television. Um, Selena Gomez saved it, saved it, saved it with an unbelievable musical performance. But um, there was also a lot of things going on that week. New York City was closed. There was no cars. There was a blizzard. They couldn't even get there. Not all the cast members even got there. It was a really, really tough episode, but it sucked. And it's hard. It shows It shows what can happen when things go badly on that show. I went back and watched Roadhouse. I forgot how cheesy that movie was. The original one? Patrick Swayze. Okay. I actually think in a limited speaking role that Ronda Rousey would have been fine in that. Wasn't Connor doing it now, though? Is that right? I think so. Really? I think. He, by the way, Connor arrived in Las Vegas yesterday. Now he made it. Yeah, it's here. Long shot. Episode of the, uh, the uh, season of The Ultimate Fighter just started filming. 
We're all over the place. We have to yeah. get. Well, I got to get focused here because get in the bag. Stick your please. hand in there, Dave. Adam mentioned stuff sometimes on air, and and we're all like, "What is he talking about?" And you mentioned Keith Lee, and again, I'm old, so the first thing I thought of was like Memphis forward from 1982. Sure. Um, and then you brought up something during the break that I remember happening, but I never really looked into it. So he's an MMA fighter. He's a younger brother of Kevin Lee. Yeah. But he's blown up because of so, stuff that I watch, which is what the the TikTok, TikTok. food rating. It's a the backstory real quick is that um, Kevin, excuse me, Keith. Kevin Lee is very uh, high level UFC fighter, fought for the title. Keith is a good fighter, not great. He's kind of you know middling, but also he is very very socially awkward. Got a lot of social anxiety, and he started a TikTok channel to overcome a lot of that so he could get better at doing interviews so that like you know when he when he's asked to come on a show or he's asked to come on a radio podcast something like that for his fighting career he'd be a little bit more comfortable on camera and a little bit more comfortable talking because he's just not and he's one of the most genuinely nice people you're ever going to meet so he started it and he loves food so he started eating food and he'd order from like a local business and eat the food and talk about it and he sits in like he sits in like his little uh, child's room with a you know a little baby chair it's a very very endearing videos and a couple of them just started blowing up and now all of them blow up but the first couple like one is a pizza spot over on the south side of town that literally had to close down hours after he made the video and now now it's like i went in four days later to talk to the owner about a story and he said they went from one delivery a week of food to two or three a day and they can't keep things it, it just it's blown up it's crazy. The guy was crying, just saying, like, I never thought, you know, I never thought my business would be like this. I just wanted to sell sandwiches, and now we got pizza and wings, and it's blowing up. And, and it's very cool that he's helping out. He'll only really do it for family-run businesses. He won't, he, That's no, awesome. He'll take money to do major corporations, but he won't. He, all of his reviews are just family-run businesses trying to help him out. And I've seen some places say, hey, come review our place, and he does, and he's like, yeah, it's not that good. Like he's he's just he's a totally genuinely, honest, yeah, yeah, totally honest. So what's he like? Um, overwhelmed right Keith. now. Yeah, like yeah, he's like like I said, I've I've been around him a little bit since he was seventeen in the gym with Kevin, and he's always just been such a, a nice kid. And I talked to him at the Pro Bowl the other day, and he was swarmed by people. And uh, I just said, I'm trying to get a hold of you, like you know, I want to do something on you. He said, man, he just he just was so overwhelmed by the moment and by everything. I mean, he's. He's talking to producers every day of different shows and um, uh, different, you know, Hollywood outlets, and people want to do his story and his movie and uh, all this stuff. So, so what's he gonna it's do? Crazy. He's, he doesn't. I mean, he's he a little bit shy, right? Incredibly shy. So, what's he gonna do? Incredibly shy. I think he was on Good Morning America the other day. Oh wow! So, I mean, he's he's accepting some of them, but he's he's just not. It's it's not. He was not made for celebrity, and I think that's very cool that he's experiencing it, even though it's not what he set out to do. Well, eventually you'll get to write your story, right? It might be told fifty times over, hundred times over. Yeah, I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> sailed. Yeah. Back in the back. But I don't want to close on a downer. But baseball does drive me nuts sometimes. They're making money hand over fist. And you can see it with, like, Manny Machado. What's going on with Machado's deal that everyone, a lot of people complained about to the Padres because it was the first big money deal they had made yeah, in a while? Ten years, $300 million. And uh, now that was the biggest contract that there was at the time. Now yeah. it's been surpassed several times. So he wants out. He can opt out after this season, and 
he just matter-of-factly said, yeah, he's doing it. He's opting out after yeah. this year. If there is a Padre fan or any other baseball fan who's mad at this, screw off. <laughs> yeah. Because there no, there's no loyalty the other way There's not, but Major League There's baseball. also not a guarantee he's going to get No, He's going to get that. So I don't, I, I don't know that I would if I was him. I, I think the Corbin Burns story. After this story, year, he has five more years for $30 million, 30 million a year. Wow. I think the Corbin Burns story is inc- incredible. Yeah. And I can't believe baseball owners continue to do this with a stupid arbitration. Cy Young winner from two years ago. Had arbitration. He asked for 10.7. They offered 10.1, so they had to go to arbitration. And the Brewers had to sit there right in front of him and tell the arbiter why he sucks. Yep. And he had to listen to it. Blast away at him. And he is furious, as he should be. Yep. Give him the $600,000, you Over $600,000, there's there's a good chance he's just like, no, yep. I'm not coming back. And if he continues on this track, then he's going to be one of those guys making $27, $30, 33000000 dollars a year. Why would he? I just I don't understand that system. Me neither. I don't even understand why fans, like, why they would be into it. Basically, they're telling you, you know, these guys suck. They're not worth the money. Don't come see them. So flawed. All right, guys, good job. Good job all week, Ari. Thanks to Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar and TI for housing the show. We'll see you. Have a great weekend.